Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Do you think this podcast is going to appreciate and value one day? No. <laughs> do you think? All right, new question. Do you think? Do you think this song has appreciated and value since two thousand three? No. Okay. Do you think Pete? <laughs> do you think Pete Wentz has appreciated value since two thousand three? Uh, probably. I would say he is worth more money now. There we go. I got a yes out of you. Hello, my name is Joe. Uh, this. <laughs> I. I'm immediately gonna talk about it. This week we have uh, Grand Theft Autumn, which is like you know one of the quintessential Fallout Boy songs. It's off their first record, "Take This to Your Grave." It's one of the ones they still fucking play every night of their lives. They're probably sick of it. Maybe not. It does. I do think it's very good. Um, but I never realized how funny the lyric "One Day I'll Appreciate and Value" is. Yeah, it's um, it's something. That whole second verse, not to skip ahead, that whole second verse is just funny. It's, yeah, this song is like, the lyrics in and of themselves are pretty funny. Which is like, a nice change of pace. Yeah, it's nice that it's just like, funny. Mm -hmm. I don't, I want to make it clear, I don't ha really have like problems with the song itself too much. It's very straightforward. It's either like, yeah. if it does it for you, yeah, it's good. If it doesn't whatever i'd imagine i've never yeah. been one of these people it's always been for me but <laughs> i i can also tell like it doesn't reach very far it's not particularly challenging it's just like yep this is my brand of bullshit yeah Sonically. no i still i still think it's a bop all right and the episode's over uh <laughs> let's <laughs> no i have words for the music video <laughs> oh yeah as we as we should i figured like the music video might be more of the conversation piece, because as we figured out the last time we were on just an okay song from Take This to Your Grave, we had literally nothing to say about it. I don't know if that's going to be the case uh, this week, but we do have a music video nonetheless. Sure do. My first note is that Patrick really barks those lyrics out. He does. He's a little bit of a messy boy in this one. It feels good, though. Like, it's very I much... like it. Yeah, it's very much like you you put it on... You you can yell along to it. It's very, it's very windowless down pop. Mm hmm. It's very yell along and not have to worry about how you sound pop. Mm hmm. I honestly like a lot of like early Fallout Boy, uh, Patrick delivery fits that niche. I think. Mm hmm. And and partly like his delivery, a lot of people also don't know what he's saying. And I think that's like you can't be wrong if you don't know. <laughs> It's just You're sounds. Not You're not wrong. <laughs> it chugs. There's a. Uh, there's plenty of good drum fill. I'm a big fan of Pete yelling in the left channel and then the right Shocker. channel. Shocker! Who's oh, yeah. surprised? Tweet at <laughs> no me. Who is surprised? It should be no one. Hashtag fob cast. I can't believe Joe likes it when Pete yells. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody actually tweets that, I'm going to be furious. It's <laughs> the perfect shit post. This isn't the got it memorized Twitter. Get out of here. <laughs> Which is used exclusively for shit posts. Uh and that retweeting was the art. I, I I feel like we gotta talk about the acapella intro, but like what do you say other than good? Where is your boy tonight? I hope he is a gentleman. 
Maybe he won't find out what I know. You were the last good thing about this part of town. It's good. I mean, it's just it, it sets the tone nicely, and then it just hops right into the into being a bop. I mean, yeah, it is like right out the gate. You have all of the energy that the song like the song doesn't like build necessarily. It's just kind of like it's here and it stays there for however long. Fucking three minutes and eleven seconds. Hey, it's three eleven. We're recording this on three eleven. Amber is the color <laughs> of our energy, everybody. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> The stars have aligned. I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> Look, I just I talked about 311 for a long time yesterday for my Guitar Hero podcast, and now it's just like I'm just very consciously aware of it. Um, for for better or for worse. Uh, There's the part after the second chorus where the music drops out, uh, and which is really nice. And then like Pat is in like he's kind of like singing around almost because he's like doing the same parts in the left and then a little bit later he'll start the same parts in the right channel which is nice and then it just it chugs just like there's a spot with like just patrick singing the lyrics but then like the occasional guitar chug but um Mm -hmm. those are those are the things of note (laughs) sonically uh it's just kind of a straightforward bop i don't know if this or saturday was their first big single i'd have to like literally look it up which i haven't done Um, see this song was the first fallout boy it just says yeah. that. It just says the first Fallout boy, the f- only one of the <laughs> boys to be to be picked up by Billboard, where it landed at eighty four on the pop specific chart. Yeah, you could really bitch. You could say pop specific, but you can't say song. Yeah. Well, I. This is Genius dot com. Please sponsor us. Uh, if you sponsor us, we'll say nicer things. But anyone can submit to the site. Uh, Joe will. Joe will say nicer things. It's yeah. It's the it's the truly the Wikipedia of uh songmeanings.com. If y'all remember that one, it's still around. But yeah, that is uh, does say that in the reception section, which I guess presumably means I feel like maybe maybe history has just been kinder to Saturday. Like it was a it was a sleeper in two thousand three, which is kind of hard to imagine now, but um, or it just was the second single. I should just look it up. We do have access to the Googs. Fallout Boy singles. Yeah, it was Dead on Arrival, then Grand Theft Autumn, and then Saturday. Which is weird, because this is, this is giving me no, ch- no peak chart positions for any of those. Which, I wonder if these, these got picked up by Billboard later, if this just doesn't count Billboard. I don't know how that specifically works, but... Anyways, they still play it. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, how you feel about these lyrics? We talked a little bit about how we think the second verse is funny. Um, what do I think of these lyrics? They're fine. I mean, I don't like. I don't really have an issue with any of them. I do like the. I do like the pre-chorus of the "You need him. I could be him. I could be an accident, but I'm still trying, and that's more than I can say for him." Because I feel mm-hmm. like. There's, it's, uh, there's something it's petty genuine enough without being shitty. Yeah, it's like there's a pettiness to it, but it also comes off as like more genuine than you would expect. And there's there's like especially with the way the video represents whether or not you you consider them connected um thematically or not. I think the the way the video was made 
and these lyrics being vague enough to be like, I wonder, like, is it is it bad that it comes off genuine? And then it's like it's like people connect to it in like shitty situations. Um, but like the text itself is just kind of like, I like you a lot, and the person you're with seems to suck to me, and I feel like I could be better to you, which like is a a slippery slope, I think, of a mindset yeah. to be in. <laughs> But it's not, at least in the song, it doesn't seem like it's slipping quite yet. Ex- exactly. And that's like, that's, that's why I'm like, is, is it questionable or is it well, like... especially it- because I feel like it's not questionable only because in verse two, like we talked about how it's funny, but I feel like it's also like, 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 like the speaker calling themselves out on their own bullshit too. Mm-hmm. And being like, yeah, I think your partner sucks, but I'm not exactly great either. So like, I yeah. get it. Because like... Literally, someday I'll appreciate and value, get off my ass and call you. The meantime, I'll sport my brand new pa- fashion. I almost said passion. Of that waking too. up with pants also on at four in the afternoon. <laughs> my passion is waking up at four in the noon with afternoon with pants on. Yeah. It's my passion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I feel like that's like kind of like a self-own and being like, hey, like I too am kind of shitty right now. So like I get it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of makes it less. Or I feel like I feel like there's enough self-awareness there to make it not gross. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that paired with the I could be an accident, but I'm still trying, which is more than I can say for him is like mm-hmm. it, it's it's my <laughs> I'm like rooting this maybe too much in real life situations where it's like you can't you can't decide where other people are at, bud, but alternatively, like being like, hey, it looks like you're in a bad situation. Like that's a very real situation to be in putting yourself into it is a bit much but i guess that feeling of like hey you're in a rough spot could be amplified if you also have feelings for one of the people and uh, well and too i mean honestly i feel like it goes back to like what we've talked about before where it's like whomst among us has not been like yo your partner fucking sucks oh yeah and like and i feel like that's like relatable enough on its own and then i think the i think verse 2 really tempers that a lot of like without letting yeah. it get into like the the murky dangerous waters mhm yeah verse 2 being like, being like very much about like i'm not great i'm just like call it how i see it <laughs> yeah and i like what well, i like cuz it kind of at least to me i always kind of read it as like like the I'll get off like someday i'll get off my ass and call you of like I always kind of read it as them being like, yeah, like I'm saying that your partner is shitty, but like, I know that I'm also shitty right now. So I'm not like, I'm not mm-hmm. out here trying to do something about it. I'm just like yeah. making an observation. Yeah. And it's, and like, I think that pairs with like the, I could be an accident is like, I'm not saying I'm the one <laughs> I'm not saying like, it's, it's good, but like, I am trying to better myself and I do not feel like the, you're the boy that is spoken of in the title yes uh, the titular is, boy the titular boy <laughs> is, is not trying it seems um and then they say one two three four now and then do, where is he where is that boy where is that boy yo what up is he a gentleman i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe he won't find out what i know <laughs>
I feel like I, I read the bridge for maybe the first time in my whole life and I'm just like, now I have questions again. Is it fine or not? Because the bridge is just um Patrick won't repeating. Find out. He, yeah, won't find out. He won't find out over and over again. And I'm just like, well, wait a minute. Hold on, bud. You're losing me again. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete we've, we've said so many nice things in the past. Pete, we talked about this. Pete. Pete, Pete we've had this discussion. <laughs> well, this is 2003. Um, no, so. it's relevant now. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, we know you're listening. I still have not received my copy of this record. Yeah, I don't know what to say about the bridge, but it's like I, I'm looking okay, at it. So, and I'm like, hmm. so what? What about the bridge makes you uncomfy? I guess is the. I guess it's just a matter of let's like break it down. The sentiment of he won't find out being said mm-hmm. to the romantic interest about the boy whom's presence not known, and fitting that into this narrative of I could be better for you one day than your current partner is, but then saying like. He won't find out, sort of, vaguely off to the side in this bridge section. is like, hmm, is this getting more more nefarious than, than maybe we should <laughs> prescribe, mm. prescribe a lot of emotional attachment to? Yeah, I guess, because I've always just read it as, like, the repetition of, like, maybe he won't find out that you're the last good thing about this part of town. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that's, like, what it literally is trying to be. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I could see... Since it is fucking Fallout Boy, I could definitely see a reading of it being like an implied, like he won't find out that you and I are fucking around or whatever. You're you're probably right that it is just the lyric from the chorus. Reading it separated out as the bridge made me like, hmm, wait a minute. Yeah. Why I have mean, I never I think, thought about that separated? But I probably because I don't valid. need to. I mean, like, I definitely think there's like because it's Fallout Boy and like because mm-hmm. <laughs> because this was a pity a, a period of them being shitty angry boys and being very petty i could absolutely see there being a tinge of like he won't find out that like you know something's going on behind his back yeah but i mean i i the only thing is i'm like i don't know if there's enough there yeah, it's, it's, it's just this one part that's like part of me is almost like oh taking the lyric from a chorus and putting it in a new context when it's separated that's interesting. I don't like the new context. I also don't know it's if that's... It's also a Pete Wentz-ass thing to do. It, it very much is. I just... One, I don't know if that's actually a conscious decision or if it's just a sonic decision um, or rather a conscious, like, thematic lyrical decision as opposed to just how it sounds. Both are valid. I just don't know. But, um, I don't know. It's fine. There's, there's, <laughs> there's nothing there, really. I think if you tied it to the music video, there would be more there. Yeah, and I think that is like sort of in the back of my mind, doing like spin flips as kicking doing, off of, doing a sick ollie in the background, yeah, kicking off the side of a building, <laughs> screaming parkour. Uh huh. Which I'm alluding to all the things that Pete does in the video. <laughs> God, this video is old. Yeah, it is. You ever want to remember what 2003's fashion looked like? Just fucking watch this shit. It's an alright turtleneck that Joe has on. I I just meant the kids. Oh, true. That's, uh, you know, alright. <laughs> so the, are we just gonna talk about the video now? Is that like, is there anything else to say on the... No, I think it's time, Joe. Okay, yeah. I figured this would probably be... Ooh, there's band commentary you can listen to, too. Um, I don't care. <laughs> the video <laughs> for Grand Theft Autumn, most of it is the boys the fallout boys 
performing yeah, I mean, the song. Yeah, it's largely just them playing the song in like a living room or something, right? They're actually, it, it kind of looks like you can tell, like it looks kind of fake, but they're like outside in the snow. Oh, that's right. I don't know why. In my head, the video for Are you this, fixing sugar? We're going down again. Yeah, they're the same video to me. <laughs> I mean, it I is... just watched it too, and it's still the same video to me. They are the same video with like, uh, we'll put them in a new spot and we'll put some other weird story going on instead. Um, but yeah. there's there is but less the story. Snow. Yeah, they're yeah. they're out in the snow. Pete kicks off of like I don't know. They're playing like in front of a. It looks like a barn or shed or something. Yeah, shed. like a very large red building. Um, also, yeah, they are moving around so fucking much every time it goes to them. Like every time it's a sh- it's a shot of them, it's just them fucking just jumping around. I get the impression like Joe and Pete would do that like three times per take. And they did like six takes and they just used all of them, <laughs> like every single piece of motion that they delivered. Uh, but outside of that, there is sort of a in the in the sidelines, a narrative of some fucking weird looking dude who's like going th- fucking. I hate that hat that he has on. But he's like, yeah, going, his hat fucking sucks. Bad hat, everybody. And he's got a video camera, which is immediately sketchy. Yeah, and he's like, he looks like he's not supposed to be what he is. He's like going through this um snowy woods or whatever, and he goes up to, I don't know if it's supposed to be the same house. I get the impression it is. And we don't really see what he's looking at. He's just kind of like standing there, and he has the camera. And then like later we see footage of uh, some girl like getting dressed in a bright bedroom. And then she looks out, I think, at the camera, and then the kid runs away. Uh, and I think we're all screaming at this point, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You can't just do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then to to further complicate matters, uh, the video uh, ends with the, oh, at the beginning of the video, he comes out of a van in the middle of the fucking woods. Like, that's not sketch enough. When he goes, yeah, <laughs> when he gets back to the van at the end of the video, she's in it, which. And she aggressively makes out with him. Yeah, and it's like, oh, she liked him after all. Happy end. But, like, if you think about it for a second, what the fuck? This sucks. Yeah, well, especially because, like, it's... So that I'm trying to figure out, because I have two trains of thought for this video, mm. and I'm trying to decide which one to which one to the, hop aboard here. The, the ending, like, it feels like the ending is trying to evoke a sort of, like, warm and fuzzy, ah, it worked out after all, but, well, like... because the thing why? that skewed me out about the video more honestly watching it because i remember i remembered being creeped out by the video the first time i watched it Mm -hmm. because it's a gross concept but like the second time i watched it i felt weirder because like when she wakes up and like is getting up there's a moment where she like looks she looks and like there's a couple instances in her room where like it kind of becomes apparent that she knows that he's watching her Mm -hmm. and then it becomes like a weird like like instead of it being creepy in the way of like him being voyeuristic and gross and invading her boundaries it becomes this weird other thing where it's like they make it seem like it's a routine well it's like it's like oh like like girls like being watched or whatever or like Mm. and it's it, especially for that time period, like I feel like now you could have a more nuanced conversation about that, maybe. But like, maybe at like, and I mean, like it would be a messy ass conversation, it, and it depends on who is having it and who is saying. Yeah, it. yeah, but like this, like at this time period in this video, there is nothing I feel like that could be like rescued from that. Yeah, the ending of her being like into it, almost like like there's almost a reading where it's like. 
this is just a thing they do. But like the fact that he like straight up is like runs away when he seems like he's noticed. I'm like, I don't there is no favorable yeah. reading of these events. Yeah, like it honestly seems like she knows that he does it and is like into it, but he doesn't know that she knows. Mm-hmm. And then like he's rewarded at the end for it. And it's like, this is fucking gross. Like, yeah, it's all it's bad all the way around. Like, cause it's just, it's just a weird, like, no matter how you look at it, it's just like a fucked up, weird, gross message. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. I'm listening to the band commentary. I was wondering, I was like, Joe, did you go away? What happened? <laughs> I listened to 12 seconds of it. And the first thing is Patrick saying how much he hates the isolated intro of just his voice. Oh, <laughs> nervous, nervous boy. I don't, I mean, it's, it's a bad video. Yeah. I mean, it is. It, I, I have to wonder, like, at that point in time, if they had any input on it whatsoever. It was just, like, the band or the, the, the label or whoever is like, all right, they're making, they're making music for the teen boys who like the girls and can't get them. Uh, we'll make this yeah. fucking creepy fantasy reward shit. And, mm-hmm. and then also frame it as if girls like it. Yeah, that sucks too. <laughs> that sucks yeah, pretty that's bad. That, like, that's the thing that I think is fucking me up more upon this like more recent viewing because I've always found that video to be gross because of the idea that like oh like he like it's a fantasy reward situation. But the fact that they make it seem like she's into it the whole time and knows and likes knowing that he doesn't know that she knows is gross. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think that's a I think that's a pretty uncontroversial take. Yeah, it's fucking gross. And the other thing, the other train of thought I had that complicates it too, or at least makes it weirder, is that, like, there's so many shots of when Fall Out Boy is playing that are clearly from, like, the kid's camera, because Mm -hmm. it goes from, like, the clean, like, you know, normal music video shots to, like, being behind, like, because he has, like, an old 2003 camera where you can, like, see the lines and stuff. Yeah. And, like, there's a bunch of shots like that, too, and they're all super close up. And I'm like, wait, so is he spying on the girl or is he spying on Fallout Boy? What the fuck is happening? I would say that's probably just, like, an effect to sort of make it a little bit more visual. Yeah, but also I'm like, but you can't, like, it's gotta be, right? Like, it's gotta be, like, part of part of it because you can't just like have someone with a camera running around and do those like very specific stylized shots and then not be like ah well it's connected i mean maybe (laughs) i i i am uh hesitant to say it matters at all uh it really feels like the band playing and the teenagers are completely separate yeah it just i don't know there was something about i was like this is just fucking weird like why oh yeah it is weird I think I was like, just like, why are you like this? I'm just used to videos from this time period and videos in general just being like, eh, it's just things happening. And they just look. Sometimes we decide to, hey, man, it's been this one shot of Patrick for a while. What if we did it with like a fisheye lens instead? All right. Yeah. I know how to direct a music video. Ugh. I don't like it. And I think it makes it weird. Oh, sure. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you're thinking about it more than they did. Yeah, probably. I just like, cause, cause I don't know something about it. Just like, uh, there's something there in my brain. That's like, this is, this is connected and it makes it weirder. And like this fucked up message is just all the more muddled. And I don't, yeah, I don't don't like or understand it. And I wish it would stop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) are we allowed to say 2003 was a long time ago? Time's fucked. It's been almost 15 years 
Yeah, it's been. <laughs> has it been 15 years? It's been like 16 years, hasn't it? I don't know how to do math. Fuck, I don't either. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I don't either. I'm like, I'm like tempted to watch this band commentary video real quick just to see if it gives me any closing thoughts. I guess I'm going to do that. Give me like two minutes. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. So what I've learned from the band commentary mm-hmm. is that Joe and Joe and Andy are just large children. I mean, this is not new information. It's So the way that these commentaries are split up, I might cut some of them into the episode, uh, but it's it's Patrick and Pete actually talking about the song and Joe and Andy in a like, separate recording just kind of saying shit, <laughs> which is really good because like, I think of them as like a duo, not just because they're both in another metal band now, The Damned Things, but like... Just, like, they seem to be the least engaged at all times <laughs> of, like, what <laughs> Fallout Boy is actually doing. Um, so, like, having, like, Patrick and, and Pete talk about, like... The interesting thing is this song almost didn't make it on the record. Uh, I absolutely hated this song when we were recording it, and I think Patrick wasn't as fond of it either. And, and this song, I had... I had... I was a little too bound up in because a lot of my original ideas got lost. And then cut back to, to Joe being like, you know, it's gotten me a lot of cars. Oh, yeah. So many cars. You know, we got a lot of metal riffs that we're trying to unleash for the X record. Yeah, definitely. Not for this damn song. We can't I mean, do it. I how many cars sure do I have then? I don't know, 500? 1,000? A lot of cars. And that's just, I, you know, it's very funny to me. Um, but I, it is interesting to be like, they didn't really want the song on the record. They, were, they didn't really um, care for its sound. It is on the record, and everyone liked it a lot, and it's like, well, I guess this is what our band is now. Like, I wonder, like, that sort of, like, label involvement is is interesting to me about, like, the arc of Fallout Boy. Because they didn't always have, like, the the infinite success to do whatever the fuck they wanted to, like we criticize them for now, but... Yeah. Also, uh, originally, the song was, or the original lyric was, where is your man tonight? And Pete said, you can't write that, you're 17. So, <laughs> calling Patrick out on his uh his lyricism. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but like it's, I think it's a combination of both the thought of it being "Where is your man tonight?" because that's so fucking stupid. I don't it know is, why yeah. it just I don't, is. Yeah, like boy is weird now because like they're in their 30s and we're looking back but like yeah but but it would still be bad if it was man like the only yeah. that just reminds me of the like somebody come get your man like <laughs> whose man is this exactly. i hope he's a gentleman but damn <laughs> exactly and also just to pete once of all people be like patrick you're 17 <laughs> where where is that clarity now pete Come on. Where was that clarity literally any other time? It's just this one time. He's he's not self-critical, but he will be critical of the people he works with. <laughs> about I, their age. I, I won't make any real claims about Pete. It's just very funny. Shows how, for the record, Where Is Your Boy was almost called Where Is Your Man. Yeah, that happened. It's true. I, again, again, the way I write lyrics, because I don't think like that. And Pete was like, yeah, you know, you should probably do boy, because you're like 17. I was like, all right. Oh, I'm glad I watched that. <laughs> I think that's I think that's our episode on Grand Theft Autumn slash Where Is Your Boy Tonight. 
Where's your man? Where is Where your is man? He? Where is your man tonight? I hope he is a gentle boy. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking bad. It's a bad bit. <laughs> Lost I'm it at broken. the end. I'm broken. <laughs> Broke him at the end. Okay. I have it together. You sure? I'm crying a little bit, but it's fine. Should I? Should, should I plug my stuff first? So yeah. while, while you, all right. Yep. <laughs> you can uh, you stop oh. crying first. Okay. So. <laughs> you can uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Jail, Ghost of Jail. I make uh, a couple other podcasts. Uh, yesterday I recorded a bunch of a uh, 294 note streak, where uh, my friend Riley and I go through a bracket of all the songs that were in gu- the first five Guitar Hero games, or well, the numbered Guitar Hero games. Well, I guess the fourth one wasn't numbered. It's a king, fucking... What is it with me in series that have, like, terrible naming conventions? Um, <laughs> Guitar Heroes 1 through 5. We put all those songs in a bracket, and we're deciding what's the best one using that bracket. We had some very difficult decisions the last time we recorded. It's a lot of emotional <laughs> things we had to process. Uh, but if you like me talking about music and you want even more arbitrary standards than um, judging Fallout Boy, I recommend 294 Note Street. Uh, Caitlin. Yes, Joe. I'm ready now. Where are you on the internet? I am on the internet at on Twitter at CG and eight R's, and from there you should look at my pin tweet because all my cool shit is there. Oh and, yeah. Uh, you should keep an eye on my website, your geeky gal pal, because something cool this way comes. Ooh, something, something rad as shit this way comes. Something fucking radical. Um, my pairing for this week, I did that. What was it? I pulled it up. <laughs> By pairing, I did that. That, that, I forgot. that play button, I pressed that. <laughs> We're happy they hate that. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's... I had, to, I had to do it, and then in the middle of it, I was like, oh no, I didn't think this through. <laughs> Oh man, this is more than I bargained for. <laughs> Fucking got him! Got him! Alright, my pairing. <laughs> Every week I pair a non Fallout Boy song with the Fallout Boy song of the week. There's a Spotify playlist with all of them if you look in the show notes. This week it is Girlfriend on a Gap Year by Future Teens. Future Teens is a really good fucking band. Their album Heart, uh, Hard Feelings is extremely good. Uh, and um, this song. I don't remember why I picked it other than it being good and about, like, uh, relationships. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, there's, like, a sort of a theme through the song of, like, um, feeling like you were right for a person and that person just sort of moving on. Which, uh, girlfriend on a gap year, that you can connect it. Um, they're very good. It's a good song, so you can check that out. Uh, again, Spotify link is in the show notes, or I think if, if you search FOBcast, you'll probably find it on Spotify. I still haven't checked that, and I said that the last time I said that. Uh, you can also tweet about the show. With hashtag FOB cast. I don't know. Tell us how you tell us where your man is tonight. <laughs> where is he? Wait, so, <laughs> come get him. Uh, come get <laughs> I hope he's getting you ice cream. Yeah. We're also hosted on the Orange Groves Podcast Network. You can check out other shows in the network and support it at theorangegroves.com. Uh, I do think that is it for this episode. So, Caitlin, mm-hmm. where is your man tonight? <laughs> I don't got one. <laughs> <laughs> is 
this more than you bargained for? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All things considered. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, but Sometimes it wasn't. Like I, I expected a. I expected a bigger bargain. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not quite a good deal. My coupons didn't didn't give me as much off as I wanted. Damn, get a refund. Uh, we'll see you next week with another Follow Boy song that isn't this one or any of the last fucking eighteen. Uh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels. I'm Joe. On our show, we like to dive deep into the franchise's most pressing questions. Like, why is Kyrie never allowed to have any fun? How much did they have to pay to get Jesse McCartney to yell into a microphone about homework? How did Ventus get so small? Is Syx a twink? Why are all these main characters just the same boy? What are midi-chlorians? What did Sora's mom make for dinner? Is Tron woke? Why does darkness smell so bad? Are drive forms queer? Why doesn't Organization 13 own any pajamas? Is Aerith a cop? How many deaths is Mickey Mouse personally responsible for? Where do baby heartless come from? <laughs> what is Pete? Is Xena warrior princess a nobody? Find us on your favorite podcast app. Got, Got it. it memorized? That's the name of the show.